listening to Rumination Thursday Law and Gospel on this first day of September in the year of our Lord, 2022. I'm Pastor Tom Baker, and with me to discuss an important subject is Pastor Wes Reimnitz. Good morning, Wes. Good morning, Tom. Do you feel like you're a victim? Do I feel like I'm a victim? Of course. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, we're all victims because we're in the world of Satan, and he likes to make us victims. Uh, The problem is, and there's a good article that you sent, is is priatory, is making the, how shall I put this, the... De- desegregation or, or the the result of getting rid of racism, is that part of the church? Uh, or uh, do we need more, or are you asking the question, do we want more diversity in our churches due to race? Yes, and is that really what God is speaking about that is the goal of the church? And that comes about because the ELCA has really gone away from the preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ to getting into social ministry kinds of things. And the eradication of racism is one of them that they're working on. And of course, is that really the biblical goal of the church? Right, right, and that's that's why that one article I sent to you is diversity a biblical goal. I mean, when you start searching the scriptures, I looked at passages that were were used in in the the article. Plus, I came up with more. It's just rich in talking about what is a diversity or not diversity in the gospels. Yes, and the reason this is as important is that we're really having the trouble in the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, some of the universities, that uh, they are really following a new understanding of reality. And it's unfortunate where social ministry becomes more important than what? Speaking the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I think that. you hit the nail right hit the nail right on the head. That's that is a real problem that we we see going on in our society, but especially it's starting to form in itself in the Lutheran Church, Missouri Senate. They've even started a um, a website uh, trying to get what they call racial justice in, in uh, not only our colleges and seminaries, but trying to get our congregations to buy into this as well. Yes, it's uh, called uh, Lutherans for Racial Justice, and they strive to get rid of racism in the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. It's kind of interesting, though, that there are no names of people affiliated with Lutherans for Racial Justice. Did you find any names? Uh, I've been looking, but uh, I haven't found any. And uh, they they talk about justice and righteousness 
as together, but it starts to fall apart when they start saying that we got to find some kind of racial problem, diversity within our congregations. Yeah, they even acknowledge the world will not be rid of racism until the day when Christ makes all things new. And that's, of course, Judgment Day. But then they say, provisional as it may be, this faithful pursuit of racial equity anticipates the fulfillment of that promise as we seek to heed the scriptural call incumbent upon all of us to do justice, love mercy, and walk humbly with our God. Now, if that doesn't sound like legalism, I don't know what is. Yeah, that was the same thing that I came up with. And nowhere in the scriptures does it demand, command us to, to have racial diverse congregations. It's, it's quite the, the reverse. Uh, well, I mean, for instance, if you... For instance, if you read Galatians chapter 3, there's neither Jew nor Greek, there's neither slave nor free man, there's neither male nor female, but you are all one in Christ Jesus. I can't see how that plays into their justice operation. Yes, uh, what I found interesting is how they want to foster uh, this uh, experience of getting rid of racism. The first item they say is prioritizing the voices and work of black indigenous people of color. Now, I, I tell you, that's really a downer because, well, you know, for example, yeah. you've got corporations as well as political people who say, well, we need to put a black person in this position, maybe on a board or, or whatever. And they don't realize that when people hear that, then it's not because the black person is worthy to be put into that position, but because of their skin color, they're in there. And it's causing problems all over in the workplace, in politics, etc., where people are not regarded as who they really are, but the color of the skin becomes more important. And to prior to our prioritize the voices and work of black people instead of prioritizing the voices and work of all people is not part of the church. Right. Well, when they talk about indigenous people, native, and uh, at the ELCA convention that they had here in August, they passed a resolution that were possible that they should sell property and, and give it to the uh, native people so that uh, they can make reparations. Exactly. They say we need to partner with the community to dismantle races, racism and then racially motivated violence and discrimination. Well, I don't know how many churches you've been involved with. I've been involved with a number of them and I never saw a problem of dismantling racism or ending racially motivated violence. Did you ever have violence in any of your congregations? No, not that I know of. No. But, uh, I can remember 
hearing stories back back in uh, the Midwest where they would take baseball bats and face each other in a softball field uh, over some some uh, doctrine that they thought was right or wrong, but it had nothing to do with race. Exactly. And it's really a shame that some congregations have taken a leading role in the effort to bring unity and racial reconciliation where they think it is needed. And yet, reading over these Lutherans for racial justice, they don't give any examples of racism that can be occurring in a congregation uh, that we need to be getting rid of. Now, there could be some people who don't like certain people of color, and, and that's something that the pastor can deal with in, in a sermon. But it's interesting, the Acts 29 Church Planting Network has a diversity initiative. Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary has a Kingdom Diversity Initiative. And various Christian congregations have published their Christ-centered rationale for diversity, equity, and inclusion. So the question is, should church congregations or these universities be making a concerted effort to be racially diverse? Now, the thing is, many of our universities have more black people in them than we have as a percentage in the synod. The synod is about 5% black, but some universities have over 25% black students attending. And yet that isn't sufficient because this black diversity, also many of them are for homosexuality, for adultery, for fornication, for uh, various things that are opposite to the word of God. And so you've got students saying they're not listening to us because they're putting Christianity ahead of our concerns. And they wouldn't think that our universities are racially diverse, even though we have a a number of people of, of color in them, but we're not listening to them because we place the Christian morality as more important than their personal morality. Mm. Well, it really then also comes to, they're talking philosophically or Marxist-type theology. They're not talking about uh, uh, scriptures itself. I mean, you, you take, for instance, Romans 3, because the works of the law, no flesh will be justified in his sight. For through the law comes the knowledge of sin. Well, we've discussed this many times where, you know, there's God's knowledge of sin, or what he calls sin, and what mankind. And as you're pointing out, some of this, quote, diversity that they're, they're speaking about, they're changing the meaning of sin into something else. Yes, the article that we're taking a look at makes a really good point. It would be silliness, for example, to tell a group of Christians in remote places like the jungle of the Congo or the mountains of India 
that they need more racial diversity. In some places, racial diversity isn't realistic, but this point is not merely practical. If we emphasize the secondary over the primary, we end up with wrong goals. So can you imagine being a missionary among black people in the Congo and telling them, well, they got to become more racially diverse when there's nobody in the area who are living there? It's a matter of, it really is a matter of what do you call love? Love is, is, is being diverse and getting more color into your congregation or it's not over and against me. And you talked about this time and again, uh, about the parish that, that you were involved with there in the St. Louis area, how it, it had changed over the years. And uh, they were very welcome of the various colors to come into your congregation. Yes, racial diversity is not something wrong in a church. It can often be helpful, but it is not specifically a moral good that a church should be looking towards because nowhere does God say that diversity is a virtue in and of itself. The kingdom of God, that's the Holy Christian Church, and of course, the world today is racially diverse. There are 2.3 billion Christians spread all over the planet. 2.3 billion Christians spread all over the planet. But John's vision of heaven in Revelation gives a glimpse of what the diversity of heaven looks like. He says, after this I looked and there before me was a great multitude that no one could count from every nation, tribe, people, and language standing before the throne and before the Lamb. They were wearing white robes and were holding palm branches in their hands. And they cried out in a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. Heaven is diverse. Now, the article shows something really interesting. The idea of a vision of people praising the same God is beautiful, but it doesn't mean that racial diversity is inherently virtuous. We know this because if the same group of people were chanting, Hail Satan, as they do in hell, it would be no consolation that they are a diverse assembly, which they are. Racial diversity can be a sign of something good, but it is not good in and of itself. It could be a sign of discipleship, but it is not a form of discipleship. It, it would be like... Yeah saying that we have to get rid of all, oh, what are some of the commandments? Uh, hatred against the neighbor, all kinds oh. of marriages that are broken up, or that you shouldn't have any 
sin against any of the commandments. That That's not the purpose right. of the church. It makes me wonder, uh, would First Corinthians 12 come into play where, where it talks about uh, we are all one body also in Christ? I mean, it goes on to say, for by one spirit we were baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greek, whether slave or free. We were all made to drink of the one spirit. Then it goes on to talk about the foot, the eye, the members of the body. They they have different functions, but they're they're all part of that baptized part of the body in Christ. Yeah, the problem with confusing diversity for the sake of diversity, biblical love, therefore, is putting the cart before the horse. In a world where diversity is a form of love, communities that are diverse Congregations, for example, that have different kinds of people are considered to be inherently better than those that are not. In a world where diversity is a form of love, we then begin to value people differently based on their ability or inability to contribute to diversity. Christians cannot subscribe to that mindset. In addition, while efforts to be diverse are nearly always well-intentioned, the temptation to appear diverse, 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 can easily become self-centered. Only God knows when we've crossed the line from trying to love people well to trying to look good. And, and that's a big difference. A congregation that wants to be diverse in order to look good among other congregations, that's a wrong goal of the Christian church. Well, you consider the analogy of Acts chapter 5 of Ananias and Sapphira. They were a couple in the early church who made a public display of their generosity. However, they intentionally misrepresented the gift, and God put them to death. Generosity is a good goal. Wanting to to look generous in the eyes of fellow man is and it, look good in the eyes of fellow man is not in the same way. It can be good to be diverse, but not if we are merely wanting to look diverse. If God is more concerned with the condition of our hearts and the complexion of our skin, and He is, we should be too. That's really an important point, that the goal of the church's preaching is to deal with the heart, to have the heart recognize that we sin in all kinds of areas. But what every Christian can do is to love people the way Jesus does. And in communities where people look different, and that's what I had when I was pastor of St. James for 28 years in University City. We were in a community where there were different kinds of races, etc. It was the love of Jesus that transcended racial barriers and brought people together. In communities where people look the same, the love of Jesus still will transcend other boundaries, including class, politics, age, 
etc. So what counts is how the church is speaking the word of the gospel, and that will bring people in, not telling them that we're a better congregation because we have diverse people. At that congregation I was at, the diversity was pretty uh, extent. We had a large percentage of black people coming to adult instruction, but they did so because they heard the radio program or we had individuals visit them in their homes on Thursday nights, knocking on their doors to tell them the message of Jesus Christ, not knocking on a door and saying, we need more black people in our congregation to look better. That is a wrong point of view. And and that brings to mind Romans 10, where, where it says faith comes from hearing and hearing the word of Christ. It was as you shared it in the sermons, in, in your visits over the radio, KFUO, um, various places that they could hear the gospel. Yes, racial diversity in a congregation will never be achieved by making it our primary objective. Can, can you imagine a pastor from the pulpit saying, you know, maybe some of you have a black friends at work or in your neighborhood. We need to become more black so we look better as a congregation. So invite them to come to church because they're black. Well, that's ridiculous. Seeking Jesus, I think this is the most important point. Seeking Jesus will lead to racial diversity, but seeking racial diversity will not lead to Jesus. And he quotes Matthew 6, verse 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. So that's what we seek first, is the kingdom of God, not a particular kind of a person by race or color or this sort of thing. And you let God take over who's coming from your neighborhood into your church. Well said. I think that, that hits the nail on the head. It's Jesus first and all those things will, will follow. Uh, Luther would say that about the commandments in his preface to the, to the small catechism, that if we seek God first in the first commandment, all other things start to fall into place. Yes. It's not wrong for a pastor to exclude diversity and not welcome. Remember, we said we welcome anybody to come to the congregation to hear the worship services. But if the emphasis is on getting people of diversity, it comes with real risk. If we pursue diversity with more passion than we pursue love, we are very likely going to miss both of them. And so having a group, as you found their names, Lutherans for racial justice. That's so sad to see that because they are moving in on one area of sin and trying to get rid of that 
as though that's the purpose of the church. And that isn't the purpose of the church to get rid of sin. Jesus got rid of our sin by dying on the cross. It's not the goal of the pastor to have his congregation do a lot of good works so that they look better in other congregations and in the community. Our goal is to get them to share the message of Jesus Christ, and therefore diversity will occur spontaneously, uh, depending on the community, depending on the geography, and depending on the people who live there. And I, I often, you know, I, I quote that passage out of Acts where Jesus is ready to ascend into heaven. He says, you shall be my witnesses both in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, Galilee, and remotest parts of the earth. There is diversity at, at its best. It's a whole world that we take that witness of Jesus Christ. So what we're saying here, it's not wrong for a congregation to be racially diverse, but it's wrong to say that that's our goal, that's our purpose, because we fall into legalism uh, trying to get our people to obey God's laws when we realize that none of us can ever obey the law of God perfectly, and that's why repentance is important as well as forgiveness. But that is uh, a general teaching that we call the absolution that occurs in a worship service. And it's a lot better kind of a congregation then. I can't say it any better than that. That's well said. All right. Well, thanks very much for finding this article. And we got to be careful of people who are telling us, well, we got to get rid of this particular sin in the congregation so we look better to the community. That's not the goal of the church. I'm Tom Baker and Wes Reimnitz. Thank you for listening. Tomorrow is Email Friday. Write me with a question. God bless you. Listen to Law & Gospel each weekday morning at 9.30 on KFUO. For a tax-deductible gift to Law & Gospel, please make your check out to Law & Gospel and mail to Law & Gospel P.O. Box 28910, St. Louis, Missouri 63132 or call toll-free 1-877-267-1962. Views and opinions expressed on Worldwide KFUO may not represent the official position of the management or ownership of KFUO, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. If you'd like to comment on programs or topics heard on Worldwide KFUO, write us at KFUO, 1333 South Kirkwood Road, St. Louis, Missouri, 63122. You can also leave a question or comment on our comment line at 314-996-1542. We are the messenger of good news, Worldwide KFUO.